0: What's up? This your favorite trainer, twerking trainer, the Southern bell. Thank y'all for tuning in. I missed y'all so much. I wanted y'all to, you know. Keep missing me, but understand that I had some good things, you know, good things planning for y'all. So COVID had me down for a little bit, then I had some personal things going on, but I'm back. Shape Your Fit Cast is back, 2022, and I got my boot up on here. This is Myra Goonsman, Baby, tell everybody a little bit about your fine self.
1: Well, first off, good morning. Thank you for having me here this morning. Um. Well, a little bit about me is I was born and raised in Omaha. I am a first-generation college student from Mexican immigrant parents.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I was a teen mom. I'm a mom of two, a 15-year-old and a 9-year-old. I'm married. um, I'm an educator. And Uh. most of my time is, you know, taken up by soccer and dance, which I really love. It's just another way of spending more time with my family. So I, I stay pretty busy and um, just recently I'm learning to, to also prioritize myself and taking care of my health and that's kind of how, I've, how I came to meet Selena. And uh, it's been the, the past couple of months have been very life-changing for me and so I'm very thankful and I always believe that things happen for a reason and, and we meet people. Um, yeah. we, we, there's always a purpose for meeting people in our lives.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. She just made me cry. Y'all let me tell you, she did not want to meet me. Okay. She just signed up a couple months ago and had my phone number for over a year because Veronica told me. But you know what, it's okay, she is here And I'm so blessed to have this woman Along my side on this journey And this movement, and I'm also blessed to have you On this segment Now, we're gonna get to the tea And you know what, I just got my tea I got me some ginger turmeric, girl (laughs) Ginger turmeric tea Uh Uh-huh So everybody, we Are gonna talk about generational Curses, generational pain Oh Myra Mm. Generational <laughs> pain. No, first, g- generational curse. What do you, what, what is, what does that mean for you? And then um, we'll speak about generational pain.
1: Well, we, when I think about generational curses and just in gen- general, generational pain, um, it's just carrying struggles or just expectations that yeah. you're expected to carry because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. And, not knowing or wanting to make this change because it's not the norm. And it's, right. the, you know, the pain behind that is, well, what are people going to think? How am I going to do this if that's yes. not how things have been in the past? And it just, it's just a cycle that needs to continue.
0: Yeah. And it's supposed to continue because that's what your mama showed. That's what your grandmama showed. That's what your mm-hmm. granddaddy showed. And that's what they mamas and their granddaddies and aunts and uncles. And you're supposed to keep it going only because that's how everybody did it but right. what's the benefit of it? it does but there's there's no benefit right? right right there there's no benefit at all to it right mm.
1: it's just a continuation of generations that are going to continue to suffer until this cycle yeah. is broken or yeah. until you know somebody normalizes what needs to be normalized you know that's right
0: how do you how do you handle and How do you handle generational curses now compared to in the past?
1: Um, Well, I think that now that I'm older Mm -hmm. and I have my own family, back then Mm -hmm. as I was growing up, I didn't know any different. I just knew what I knew because, you know, I did whatever my mom and dad told me. I saw what my family was doing, so I just thought it was normal. Gotcha. And as I've gotten older um, and I'm a mom now, Mm-hmm. Um, I think it struck me more when I became pregnant. I was mm-hmm. a junior in high school and um, it was the end of my junior year when, you know, I started to hear these things like, oh, you're going to drop out now. You're not going to finish school. You're, you know, you just threw your whole life away. And I'm wow. like, wait a minute. What do you mean? Like I, you know, I had never had that in my own family. Like I hadn't, you know, I didn't have anybody that I could go to and be like, oh my God, what do I do? And I think that was part of the problem. Not that it was a problem, but, you know, my family didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to, they didn't know how to help me, but they just knew what they knew about teen pregnancy. Your life went to waste. You have to work now. This is Uh what you got to do. And Uh I wasn't okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I remember just, you know, being in school my senior year pregnant and, you know, I would hear when they would ask me, do you need to use the elevator? I'm like, I'm not disabled. Oh (laughs) my goodness. Um, You know, I refuse to fall into that category just because of the things that I heard. It's not because I saw anybody or I knew of someone. It was just, I was just so taken back by the things that people were telling me. Mm. I was afraid of that. And of I, you know, I, for me, that that's what helped me work harder. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm very blessed that throughout my journey, you know, when I was in high school, while I did have some people that perhaps didn't support, not that it supported my idea, because it wasn't in my plans, but gotcha. I, I met, you know, counselors, teachers, um, mm-hmm. support staff that, that pushed me through and, and told me you can do it. You know, this is yeah. not, this is not something that's going to hold you back. It's going to give you more of a purpose to do it because now you have someone, you're going to have someone looking up to you so you can teach them. You can do whatever you want, as long as you put your. Mm-hmm. In. And so that's just kind of, um, it started there. And that, you know, since right. I was a mom, um, you know, I, I just thought about my own experiences growing up, my husband's experiences growing up. So he grew up without a mom and oh, wow. I started to new. I started to see, sorry, a lot of the, the effects of that in our own relationship.
0: Speak on it, speak and, on it. Um,
1: you know, as, as our son got older, there were things that as, as a couple we had to work on, but I started mm-hmm. to notice these things that I'm like, I don't want this for my family. I don't, we need to talk, you know, when we have a problem, we need a voice, what we feel because Mm -hmm. we can't just internalize because we don't know what's going to happen when that, when it gets to the point where it's just building up and, you know, who knows what's going to happen next. And so, you know, thinking on my own experiences growing up, I don't recall having, you know, conversations as a family where, where I felt that I could tell my mom and dad how I felt. Mm, if I did I, can I probably yeah. got slapped <laughs> yep because I remember you know and I it might feel like I'm going back and forth but I'm just thinking how I connected my own experience coming up and then and, you know right as a as a parent and as a wife uh,
0: right
1: like I remember even dating my husband where I wanted to tell my parents you know what I'm I'm dating someone and I want to tell you because I don't want other people telling you I don't want to go right. behind your back. You
0: want to but, come from, yeah, you want to yeah. come from you. Yeah.
1: And, and it was almost like it was worse because then after that, it's like, I don't want to hear it. Um,
0: wow. And
1: it, it just kind of, it, it was almost like, well, maybe this is why people don't talk. Uh-huh. But we need to normalize that. We need to mm-hmm. normalize that openness and that communication within a family. So, you know, um, and like I said, as my son was growing up, I would talk to my husband. I'd be like, you know... We need to, he needs to see that, that you're open with him because he's going to think that because, you know, maybe he's a man, he's going to grow up to be a man that it's not okay to do that. And it's okay for everybody. Yeah. No. And so it's just things, like I said, it's, it's knowing to, to know the history of you growing up, your family history, whatever it is, so that you can start breaking those cycles.
0: Exactly, and create your own traditions, healthy tra- traditions.
1: Correct, and also yes. like you know, with my husband, um, you know, his, like I said, with his, his, with his own trauma, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just us, it's not even just him, but just you know, his relationship with this family, which I think it's gotten better over the years. I'm not going to tell you that it's due to me because it's not. It's an effort mm-hmm. that one has to acknowledge and and make changes to um, in their life. But Mm -hmm. I will tell you that um, we've seen a a difference, even in his relationship with this family, because now, again, now that we're parents, we don't want that to continue.
0: Exactly. And
1: and we want our children to do better. That's right. And you want them to be able to
0: to come over and communicate, and then communicate to comprehend is a big thing. Right. Yep.
1: And the other thing is like, you know, just with my example, um, not just with my son, you know, now that he's, he's 15 now. And so, you know, we talk to him all the time and say, you know what, you gotta, uh, we're very open and real with him because I think that when we're not, we don't want yeah. them asking the wrong people.
0: That's you right. Know?
1: If you have a question, you're curious about something, you're not sure of something, you want to know more about something. Tell me, ask me. Yeah. There because, you go. um, I rather be the first to know and and tell you what I do know, mm-hmm. if, you know, than for you to find out from somewhere else where it That's may not right. be right because everybody's so you, want, you, you
0: want you want your kids to be comfortable coming to you. Right. You want you, you want them to the trust. You know what I'm saying. You want them like, oh, I gotta go talk to my mom and dad about something. And I feel you on that because I didn't yeah. have that. I wasn't comfortable telling my All mom right. stuff. Right. I'm like, you yeah, know what? She, say something, she's going to blow up. And then when I want to mm-hmm. keep things between us, she going right. to tell everybody. So yeah. I was like, man, you know what? Let me go tell my aunt. Yes. All <laughs> you right. Know?
1: I would always feel that because I would tell my Let mom me go too, tell my, my aunt. aunt.
0: Let me go tell one of my god mm-hmm. sisters because they much older than me. Let me go yep. tell one of my god sisters, you know, yes. so. And I would mm-hmm. tell,
1: I, you know, when you said that, I felt that so much because I remember telling my mom things and by the time I went to go visit my grandma, my grandma was already giving me a lecture. I'm like, what? I'm like, how like, do you how know? Do you, how do you know? Right. <laughs> and so it it did. It kept me from saying anything because, yeah. because I, I felt that, you know, I couldn't trust my mom. And, mm-hmm. and it's so true. You really do have to keep it within your, you know, that relationship, that trust between your kids, even if they're kids, because that's another thing. It doesn't matter if they're kids or not. Yep. They're people, and that we need people, to treat yeah. them. We need to treat them as if we would we would want them to treat us. If I trust them with something, I'm gonna. They, I want them to trust me
0: with something. That's right. You know, who it's cares good with this kids? because yep. then it's what just,
1: happens? Yep. Those things that we think children don't pay attention to, they do.
0: Man, listen,
1: they do, and they carry it with them as they get older. And you yep. may not ever even know all about this until they're older, and you're like, what?
0: That all part, because,
1: all because we thought they're too little. They don't know. They mm-hmm. do. know. They know way more than we think. You know, uh,
0: you, the sponge. Yes, that, that sponge of a mind stays filled. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you know, just my daughter. She's nine, and you know, she she has no filter. <laughs> and and baby, I'm okay that's that. my girl. Now. <laughs> Before I would be like, oh my gosh, I can't take her anywhere. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just saying things, but. I've learned to embrace it and now yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I need to, I empower her to, to voice her opinion, not, not necessarily on anything. Cause there's things that you can think that you can't always say,
0: right. <laughs> right.
1: as far as like her own feelings, um, we've learned. And I say, we, as in my husband and my son and myself, we've learned to, to just listen to her. Because we've learned- Those are her feelings. She, she has her she feels, feelings. We yeah. have to acknowledge those feelings. Because yep. then, you know what? If we don't stop and think that now, then we're going to fall into another cycle again.
0: Yep. She, matter, she's going to be like, well, I my mom and dad and my brother ain't want to listen to my feelings. Right. They ain't want to listen to what I'm feeling. Right. So you know what? I'm going to go tell somebody at school. Yep.
1: And then then that can turn into something else, especially yep. nowadays. Um, yes. When I read so many different things, see things on the news, um, it makes me want to, you know, be there more. And of not that it didn't before, but it really helps me see what I used to may have thought before that was just so annoying yes. or, oh, stop crying or stop doing this. Yes. It's taught me to really listen because you yeah. learn so much. You're vigilant and, in other areas. Yes. And yeah. The other thing, too, is like, you know, I'll give you an example. You know, in the past, um, you know, she would get upset with her brother for whatever reason. And, you know, she would say, well, you know, he needs to apologize. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he does. But you also don't want to force it because then you're just getting this empty apology. Yeah. And, you know, I, I still remember a time where they got into it and, you know, my son apologized. He, he truly did apologize to her. And um, he, you know, he asked or he says, he's like, well, she didn't even say it was OK. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, because it's not OK. Don't yeah. do it again, because what you did hurt my feelings and you have no right to make me feel that way. Wow. And she's, you know, she's nine now, but this probably was sometime last year, two years ago.
0: Mm -hmm. and and
1: it's true and teaching our kids to you know when they apologize you should not expect somebody to say it's okay because it wasn't okay it's not okay to hurt somebody's feelings apologizing in the first place that's right um and then another thing is like just learning to admit when you're wrong even to children like i said just because they're kids doesn't mean that they don't matter or they
0: don't have a voice they're still humans yes they're still humans it's human. the title mm-hmm. it's the title like oh they're a child they're children no yes. that's no that the, mm-hmm. the title doesn't have anything to do with it it's the fact that they are still humans right they're still humans yes. Yeah.
1: and i think part of the reason that these cycles continue for some people is because of that oh they're just yep. kids they don't know any better. Yes, they do. That's all they, they do. They And then when you. they get old and
0: get old, and become resentful and everything uh-huh. else, and keep mm-hmm. them distance. This, but hey, you didn't want to listen. You didn't respect their mind. You didn't respect their their mental. You didn't respect their feelings. And now mm-hmm. look at where it's gotten. You have a broken relationship that probably could not be mended. It is what it is. Right. But hey, life mm-hmm. goes on, right? Right. Oh, Mara, come shape your thick ass. <laughs> Yeah. This Ooh, is... Listen, look, Myra talking, y'all, she, she, she telling it, she telling it. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say this now. Of course, we, we got a few things in common. Clearly we just, you know, just uh, spoke on a the couple things we got in common. I know I can't, like I said, coming up as a child and that ain't nobody want to listen. You know, you ain't, I didn't have that growing up, you know? So now has your relationship with your family changed for better or for worse?
1: Oof. It depends what family you're talking about.
0: <laughs> Ooh, they, well, they, they, whatever one you want to talk about. It's up to well, you. It's I will say statement.
1: just by giving you the examples I've given you, um, mm-hmm. as far as I know, I feel that my relationship with my husband and kids has been better over the years. And I think it just continues to be better, you know, because I I've given them the clear message that we're a family. We look out for one another. Yes, I want want to be there for them just as I want them to be there for me, because just because they're my kids doesn't mean that I don't need them sometimes. Right. And um, so, again, just being so open with them, you know, um, as my son got older, I started having those conversations with him about me being a teen mom. And telling them how you know what, I'm gonna break these cycles because I don't I don't want to be a stereotype. I don't want to fall into this category just because I had you at a young age. Right. I'm gonna do what I want to do as far as meeting my goals, and I want you to do the same. I want you to do better because you're a product of a teen mom, and I want you to be a proud product of a teen mom. That's you know, right. Because any time that it's come up, they're like, "Oh, you're so young. You're uh-huh. You know, you're that. You have a son that old." I would have never thought that. Well, why not? You know, because you have a career and, you know, you have a nice home and, you know, you have. But why can't you? Why can't you? Is it going to be more difficult? Yes. Is it impossible? No. And it's just that mindset. And you're proof of it. And so I feel that that in itself has helped my relationship with my family. Um, It's also, you know, taught us to remove ourselves from people that don't lift us up. Because yep. it, it really does come down to who you surround yourself with. That's true. And, and so sometimes it can be family. And, you know, so it, it, my relationships have been a little bit up and down um, as far as family. Um, as far as my my husband and kids, I think it's gotten better.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but, you know, my siblings and my parents, that's a whole different story. I will mm-hmm. say that over the years, we've, we've grown a lot. Uh, I feel that myself has grown a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like my relationship with my siblings was difficult and my parents because I was starting to acknowledge a lot of these issues that I didn't, I, these cycles that I wanted to break.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: while in my eyes, I felt I was doing well, in their eyes, I was probably acting like I, I was too good for them that I was better. Gotcha. um, And that hurt, you know, yeah, because I, I, I had no words to try to get them to understand that it wasn't that it's not that. No, you no, know, it's because I want our future generations to do better than we have. Yep. And so you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because just, just recently, um, so my parents don't live here. They, my parents moved back home to Mexico a few years back. Mm-hmm. They come and visit here and there. And I can't tell you that we always get along because we right. don't. And we have our, you know, we have our own, um, um, we have our ups and downs. Everybody does. Yeah. And so, you know, just recently we had a conversation like this with our parents. Well, I did, you know, you know, we had some problems, some issues going on with our siblings. And I said, you know what? We need to have family meeting. We just got to call it out like it is because I'm so tired of, you know, well, she said she told her and he told her and he told him and dad did this. It's like, no, we need to stop with the he said, she said, you got to tell the problem. You got to tell the person you have a problem with what your problem is. Yeah, it's not going to get fixed if you don't. No,
0: it's not. It's and so
1: not. was it hard? Yes, it was hard. Because mm-hmm. my parents were not used to that. You know, my mm-hmm. mom and dad, I finally was able to get from them that, from my dad specifically. Like, I, I grew up not, my dad was never really affectionate with his kids, like hugs and telling us he loves us. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was normal. Because... Wow. I never I, the first time my dad ever really hugged me was when I graduated high school. And I think it was because he really was proud that he he did not think I was going wow. to graduate because I bet was like, well, my daddy hugged me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I cried. Let me tell you, I cried. I was already six months old. And, um, and and for me, that was different. And, and that taught me to be affectionate with my children and telling my kids that I love them. Because no. I didn't know what I was missing out on until that moment. And oh, I can tell on. you that because of that, and I think now my dad seeing us with our own kids, I'm so thankful. I've said it before, but I'm so thankful that my my kids get to see the side of the grandpa that they have right now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Because I would have wished that I would have had that as my dad.
0: Mm. But I'm glad
1: that, that change that that, that change them. was made yeah. because my kids can experience that they get otherwise that my pair my kids could have you know grown up with having a grandpa that was yeah. the same as he was my dad not ever hugging them, not ever you know being affectionate with them and and you know just yeah. showing them love
0: yeah
1: and um that is
0: so, so beautiful so
1: that you know that has to me, that has made more sense now. as I Like I said, now that I'm a mom, I've learned that, yes. you know, growing up, his dad was so hard on him. My grandpa. Yeah. I okay.
0: pulled him and
1: pulled him his siblings out of school to work because there was a need for it. Yeah. And um, so my dad um, never learned to read or write. Mm-hmm. All he knew was to work. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of like the role he knew to have as a man.
0: To have as a man. Provide yeah. and that's it. Yep.
1: And now, um, so were these conversations difficult to have with them, with both of my parents? Yes, they were. Yeah. And, you know, and my mom, you know, she has her own um, struggles growing up. You know, she did have a dad, but he, she grew up without him. And okay. so here and there, she, she, she deals with that. She yeah, deals with that. Course. But we, we're still working on acknowledging how that is affecting her relationship with us now.
0: Gotcha. Because.
1: Because it's a cycle. It's a cycle.
0: Mm-hmm. It is a
1: cycle. And so, um, you know, even talking to them about learning to admit when they're wrong to yeah. us. Because yeah. even for, is it hard? Nobody likes to be wrong. Nobody. I don't care That's how old true. you yeah. are. Nobody likes to say, I was wrong. I messed up. Nobody does. And yep. part of being a parent has taught me that you have to learn to admit when you're wrong to your own kids, even if it's them calling you out on it. Even as a a teacher, I think even when I was in the classroom, um, I one of the things that I always make clear to my kids, I said, you know, if I make a mistake, I don't I don't mind that you correct me. It's not it's not what it's not what you say to me. It's how you say how you say it, you know. So I would tell them, you know, there's because I'm a teacher and I'm learning right there with you because I learn something new every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then, you know, and as a teacher, I think you learn something from all your kids throughout the day.
0: That's and, true.
1: And just having that mindset. And again, as a parent, it's the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, just an example of that is um having a conversation with my siblings or my parents. I was in bad mood, came home. Actually, I think it was that day or the day before we had our family meeting, the none of the kids were there. Yeah. Came home and um, my son had just gotten up and I saw him and I don't know, I can't remember what I said to him. I said something like, oh, you got to make sure you do this, this, this and this. But I was kind of in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. And right away he's like, hold on. He's like, this is your first interaction with me and you're yelling at me. And he walked away. And I'm like, shit. Like I honestly, when he walked away from me, I'm like, oh my God, he's right. Uh huh. And I had to take a moment, just kind of think about that. I'm like, I like it's true. You can't let something that's bothering you affect your relationship with other
0: people, but it happens. That is right.
1: Mm-hmm. It does. So, without even knowing without
0: Without even knowing it. So, yep. you know what? Until I, somebody like, hey, they call you out, like, hey, why, why are you coming at me like that? I ain't do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, my bad. My yep. bad on that. My bad. And, I'm sorry.
1: And I was like, oh my God. I thought about it for a little bit. Then I came and talked to him and I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do better but Mm -hmm. again because of that that has taught me to be more outspoken yeah but that's when I'm not being heard (laughs) because we don't want to hear that you know Uh it's up to us if we want to you know listen and try to do better for ourselves because there's been times even now where I feel a certain way and I got to tell my mom and dad how I feel and they won't, they won't truly listen.
0: They'll listen right.
1: to reply, but they won't listen to understand.
0: To understand. Ooh, it, yeah. So
1: it's, like I said, it's we're I'm a, I'm i I'm a work in progress. Um, we
0: all are. My we all are. a
1: work in progress, but I think yeah. we're getting there.
0: Yeah, that's good. It. That's a blessing. Um, Keep them family meetings going, whether they want to hear it or not. Right. I guarantee when they go to bed at night, something about those family meetings, something that you said is sticking with them, whether they want to admit it or not.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. And yeah. it's more like, you know, sometimes they, they, they'll see it more as, you know, parenting or like we're, let's say my siblings are trying to feel like, um, like I said, they're doing better. But they, initially they might have seen it as she's trying to parent us. Like we're little kids. Or our parents, right. you know, are my parents feeling, well, she's trying to tell us how to be parents. Then go find yourself some other parents. Because my right. mom will be doing that. My mom will be doing that sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> um, right, it's not that. It's just right. that, you know, we need to just know that we need to look at our family history. What is it that we want in a family? What's keeping us from getting there? And how Ooh. are we going to change it? Oh, you know, it's all in normalizing the things that we're afraid to do because we're too worried about what somebody's gonna think. Exactly. Or you and know, that's well,
0: the biggest failure right there. You already failed because you already worried about what somebody else is gonna say. Mm-hmm. If they don't think, and basically you gotta be like, you know what, I don't care what they say. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. I don't care what they what they think. This is the this is these are the generational curses that I do not wanna continue living with. Right. Right. And sometimes, you know?
1: as you mentioned before, you know, like sometimes it's um breaking away from people in your own family if you know that Man, it,
0: Myra, girl, it, look.
1: <laughs> it, it's
0: okay because it is. You have to like look, no love loss. You mm-hmm. just have conversations are minimum and you you just really have to protect your mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. Regardless, mm-hmm. like you said, they still humans. Right. forget the titles they are still humans and there are some humans that I know I am related to that I just have to you know what I just have to leave that where it's at keep them you know and good graces and good spaces right that's it. right that's it no no love lost it's understood that we really can't be around each other like that really can't communicate and that's okay yeah because that, that's that's just that's 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 just the proof that's what it is and it's like you know, love you. Take care. God bless. Wish you well. Mm-hmm. And just keep it moving. You Let have, you to. You have to keep it moving. hmm
1: And that's Girl. it's true. It's and the biggest thing is right there is just becoming self-aware of that. Because yeah. a lot of times I I'll speak on my on my own experience. A lot of times I was trying to be like, oh well, maybe, you know, this is happening because um making excuses, you know, for, for yeah. behaviors. I'm like, wait a minute, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't care what happened to me. I don't, I don't treat people like that. People that I love. Yep. (laughs) And so that, like, it's taken me a while. I Mm -hmm. used to, I used to find excuses um, and explanations for things that would happen to me all the time. And I'm at the point where it's not that I don't care about them. I do, you know, right? I do. I love them at a distance, but as far as, surrounding myself and my family with people that are not there to lift me up or that are only trying to bring me down um i just just can't i can't and so um all we can do is have that open communication Mm. share what you want like what are your what what is it that you want to achieve as a family that's what i tell my siblings all the time i'm like you know even my mom has mentioned you know she's at a point where we all get along more which I, I would agree. Yeah. But it's taken a lot of speaking out. Yeah. So I would, you know, I would tell my siblings stuff all the time. It was so easy for me to fire up and, you know, talk stuff to them all the time. I had to learn myself that that was not the best way to communicate. Yeah. You know, because that only made it worse. Was I mm-hmm. trying to, I, I didn't have the words. I didn't have the words to, to communicate what I felt mm-hmm. because I was afraid to express what I really felt because that wasn't something that we did. Mm. And so until I learned to just be real and be like, okay, this is what I don't like. This is how you made me feel. Yeah. And we got somewhere, not right mm-hmm. away,
0: but, but it took some time. It, it, it took, took some, some time, time,
1: but that's where you start. That's right. And even with, um, you know, with my own, uh, my, my experience with my husband's family, to this day, we've been together, it'll be 18 years this year that, um, I'm still growing there too, because Mm -hmm. again, I'm, I'm fighting cycles that aren't my family cycles. That's That's even harder. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I can tell you that I feel that over the years I'm, I'm learning to do better, do I make people feel uncomfortable and do I do things that I probably shouldn't have done or said things I shouldn't have done perhaps, but then yeah. that happens when you internalize all these emotions. That's right. And so you're going to do more harm in the long run when you don't vocalize,
0: when you this. don't speak out and vocalize. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, and then whenever you do start talking, it's like, wait, like, hold oh, my bad. I've been holding this in for 20 years. Oh and yeah. It's not okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's not okay. I'd give other examples, but <laughs> You know, I I can just tell you that while I have felt stupid for things that I've done and said, I feel relieved. Ooh. And why why wait for stuff like that to happen when you could just address it from the beginning, and avoid, that's it.
0: Right. And avoid and, it and avoid
1: it. And and like I said, the then the other piece is just the accountability piece. Yeah, on the other side, that's something that you can't control. But uh-huh. as long as you know that you have said what you felt and you're not getting it on the other part, like you're not getting change on the other part, then maybe, maybe it's a sign that you don't need to be around that. Very true. Because if we love each other, you know, if we're family or whatever, but we're not seeing changes or we're not accepting that there is a problem, then maybe just staying away from the problem is what's best for you. Because with the way things are with mental health nowadays, you really have yes. to prioritize that for
0: yourself yes whether they're yes. family you know I or speak not. on mental health all the, I speak on mental health all the time mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. and you and you're so right a lot of people their family or, or people or whatever they don't want to speak about things they don't want to address it, and you can't force it mm-hmm. it's like you know what if that's what you, if you want to keep internalizing and keep that mentality and that attitude that's by hundred percent that's your choice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know I just know the things I can say and can't say and that's okay and now you just save yourself some mental health you know because it's like well I ain't got to deal with that now cuz they ain't want to talk about it and you just right. move on right mm-hmm. i i oh yes oh yes honey myra okay myra what would you what advice would you give out to everybody just any, anybody just what advice would you give
1: um i think that and i'm t- i'm taking my own advice i'm still working on this too i think i've gotten better um with time mm-hmm. but when you feel something, when you feel so strong about something, don't stay quiet.
0: Yes. Amen.
1: Because that could then turn into affecting you in so many different ways that you don't even know. Mm. Um, you know, just, you know, like I said, with m- just my own experience, um, I've learned to just say, this is how I feel. This is mm-hmm. what made me feel this way, and I don't like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Or I don't
1: think it was fair that even if it's not about me, but mm-hmm. if I feel so strong about something, um, I have to express it because it it really does affect me. Like I can't yeah. focus; I'm constantly thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, this is why you know when I know that there's you know family issues going on. Sometimes I just I'll, I'll flat out tell my siblings. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. It's not that I don't care, but I just can't hear it. Yeah, because while you might not think that it affects me, it does because Mm -hmm. I care for you. I love you, but nothing that I say is going to change that situation because that person is choosing to continue to continually make decisions that are not good for them. Yep. And it's just bringing my own energy down. That's right. And mentally. That's right. And I have to learn to detach myself from that.
0: And Mm -hmm. sometimes
1: it is family. Related. Yeah, And it's yeah. okay. And my yeah. advice is just to prioritize your own mental health because you cannot be there for someone. You cannot help someone if you don't take care of yourself first.
0: That part. Did y'all hear what she said? Did y'all hear what she said? About I have that. been so guilty of that myself. hmm. Yep. trying to do this for this person, for this person in the family, this person in the family, while I'm over here just a plum dumb mess. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I, but you know, I, I show face like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. But I'm like, you know what? I got to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Girl, baby, thank you, thank you so much yep. for saying that. Yep.
1: And even if that means that when you say I can't do it this time, if they get mad at you, oh, well. <laughs> because at the end of the day, whether you do well or you whether you do wrong, there's still gonna be somebody out there
0: yep. saying
1: something about you anyway. Hey, what matters? matters what matters is that you're happy with with yourself and that's that right. you're you're taking care of you. Because that's
0: right.